the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dearest brothers and sisters, I pray that as Holy Scripture ran through your ears, that it also touched your hearts, and maybe even gave you a bit of a chill. Because Holy Scripture is always for our good and never for our ill, but sometimes it'll be so prescient that regardless of how ancient the scripture might be, it is as if the Lord and the prophet, and the apostle Paul are speaking to us, coming to us and speaking us, to us in our very day because the words they speak are so reflective of what is happening in our own day. Paul was so eager to tell the Corinthians, he says, you are all, you all remember, particularly you remember what happened to the Hebrew people, that they managed to lose their entire patrimony, every bit of it. They lost it and they were given over to the pagans. And yet, there is no reason why history has to repeat itself in the time of Paul and there's no reason in our own day that history has to repeat itself. We are in a day, we all know it, we live it every day, we understand that about the only place that we have any refuge, the only place where we can come and seek a moment of peace and a moment of truth and a moment of decency is to come and sit with our Lord, to be here, to be with our family, to be with those who believe as we believe, who proclaim what we proclaim, and without a doubt we come and we can exhale. At least for one beautiful, perfect hour, we can come and be with our Lord who makes himself manifest to us, and we can exhale, and we can say, I am in family. I am where I need to be. And yet our Lord speaks in the Holy Gospel according to Luke. He says that our Lord wept over Jerusalem. And sometimes we think that our Lord just wept in the moment because something just struck him in that moment. And yet we know our Lord was thoroughly prescient. He knew what was, what is, and whatever will be. And I'm sure that at the time that he saw the, the destruction of Jerusalem about to occur again in 70 AD when Jerusalem was trashed by the Romans and not a stone upon stone. And yet he saw that, but he saw even more because he saw the patrimony of a people being put at risk, that there would be that risk of a, a descent into despair, a descent that all seemed to be so sorrowful, so dark, and the pagans appeared to be gaining ground that even the faithful began to have a sense of despair and a sense that the days were coming when all that we held true, all that we love would somehow be taken from us. And our Lord wept over that and he was probably weeping not only in the day but even weeping for our own day. Brothers and sisters, we see that our Jerusalem, our holy temple, we see, we look here and we say this is our refuge, this is where family gathers to speak the truth, to live the truth, to be where we want to be, where we, where we come so that when we leave this place that we actually have a sense that we are radiating what we have found, that our Lord has come to us in his mercy, come to us in his love, 
come to us in his very presence, body, blood, soul, and divinity, and we leave here, I pray, that we leave here glowing. We leave here radiant, because as soon as we step outside that door, the pagan world then just smacks us in the face again. And we know, we all know it, we all know that we are prone, that when that pagan world smacks us in the face, that sense that, that maybe all is lost that maybe even in our own church, even in the hierarchy of our own church, when we see evidence of paganism, as Paul VI said, the smoke of Satan has entered the sanctuary and it is never left. And we pray that, that we do not contribute to bringing the paganism into the holiest of holy places, our place, our sanctuary, our refuge, but more than anything else, that we stay strong, that we stay committed, that we know the truth, we live the truth, we speak the truth, but more than anything else, we radiate the truth. And the other thing that we must do is that we cannot be an insular circle. We cannot believe that we are just fine with the numbers that we have. Because dear brothers and sisters, you know it. You know it even in your own families, that there are those who are lost. There are souls that are swirling the drain into perdition, and we know that they're lost. Where do you want to invite them? Where do you want them to be? Where do you want them to join you? Where else but here? Where else but here? One day when we are so full at every Mass because of all of the souls that you, because of your own discipleship, have brought into the embrace of this family, brought into the embrace of this place where truth cannot be compromised, where Jesus cannot be compromised, where the tradition of the church, the fullness of the church cannot be compromised. This is where we want to be. We want to be here every Sunday, but we need to bring more in because when we go out, we just bump into one lost soul after another lost soul after another lost soul, even in our most intimate circumstances even in our own family. Please God, brothers and sisters, that we hear not only what Paul says this day, but what our Lord says in the Holy Gospel. We weep over Jerusalem, but not because we have lost her, because that even though there might be those who wish to destroy our Jerusalem, our reality, our patrimony, it cannot, cannot and will not be taken from us, never. We will defend it as Jesus defends it to the last stone. And we will invite all those into our fold, all those we will invite and invite and invite and invite and fill up our family, even for those who aren't even sure why they're here. And yet we teach them. We love them. We're merciful to them. We say, come. Come and be where you will find truth. Come and be where you will find ultimate peace. Come to the temple. Praise be Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.